A lot of you have been asking me for insomnia treatment options, so I want to let you know I have launched an insomnia treatment course. It's a very structured and effective treatment program with a lot of clinical evidence support. So one course is in Chinese and one is in English. You can find it at deepintosleep.co forward slash insomnia. What is the three pillar of our health? If you listen to my previous episode, you may know those are exercise, diet, and sleep. So today we have a board-certified sleep doctor, Dr. Morby, tell us more about the basic concept of sleep and how we can maintain a healthy diet and a healthy sleep. He will share with us some very practical tips and steps that we can really start using in our daily life. Let's welcome Dr. Moby. Hi, Dr. Moby. Welcome to Deep Into Sleep podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to have you because um, I know you have a book on Amazon. It's about diet, sleep, and weight, and so it seems like very interesting and useful book. Yeah, thank you first of all for inviting me, and that is true. You know, those are the three pillars where I think uh, those are very important to understand relationship, and for everybody to know that you know, out of these three, uh, sleep is the keystone. You know, I call it. So if you make a triangle or make a arch, two pillars are you know, diet and exercise, and then the, the art, the centerpiece is always sleep. And if you can't get that right, then unfortunately, those two will not stand either. Yeah. So Dr. Moby, do you want to introduce yourself to our audience first? So Yes, yes. Thank you for, yes. Uh, my name is uh, Dr. Moby. Uh, that's my media name. Uh, my actual name is Dr. Fazal, and I am board certified sleep doctor practice in Northern Virginia area uh, for the last 20 plus years and uh, been with a uh, lot of um, private as well as uh, army as uh, as VA and I've served in a lot of uh, positions. My interest is now beside practice is to raise the awareness about sleep to make sure people understand that lifestyle, uh, what is lifestyle first and then the lifestyle is such important topic and out of which sleep is very important. Oh, that's wonderful. That's so important. I'm wondering whether last year throughout the COVID, when everyone are at home, right, it possibly become more and more important for people to start thinking about, huh, what is my lifestyle right now? How is my sleep? How is my diet? Am I exercising when I stuck at home? Did you notice any increase of these kind of questions in your practice? Yeah, yeah. And that, that's, those are all actually very good topics. Now, a lot of people don't know, but sleep is very important, especially also even with COVID. Okay, so it's, it was seen as people who have sleep apnea, they have far more problems with sleep, with COVID. Complication risk was four or five times even higher, um, or risk of dying and so forth. Um, if they had the sleep trouble, also if you were sleeping less hours, 
it is known before that COVID-2 that your ability to fight infection, especially your viral infection, depend on your ability to uh, not only produce antibodies which kill that virus or any organism, but also the cell-mediated immunity, which your cells actually um, neutralize or kill those viruses. That ability is lessened, decreased. People who sleep four hours or less, they have seen that they catch flu or they have a lot of viral infection as compared to people who slept better. So the whenever we talk about sleep, I always say, you know, quality, quantity, both are very important. So you need to pay attention and there's, an, you know, need different need for uh, kids there is different need for adults and then there's different need for as we age and for men and women uh, so we all body needs are different so we can compare one with the other and say you know this model might work for me this work for you no we have to individualize understand our body listen to our body and pay attention to that so that is very important. So, it, uh, so to understand basic concepts, these are uh, so sleep is not that you just go to bed and just wake up. There are a lot of good things happening to our body when we sleep. Most there's a rejuvenation happening. Your body has to go through all the repair, physical, emotional. A lot of good things are happening to your body while we sleep. So if you don't give enough time then then th that process is faulty, is not going to work very well. And that is where a lot of people have misconception about that. Wow, you touch on several really important uh, points here. And yes, so I think our listeners, please remember the quality and quantity of sleep are both very important, right? and uh, really think about how to prioritize your, your life and how to really think about sleep, what you do with it. Sleep can sounds like can really help with our immune system, our physical health, our mental health, a lot of different aspects. And, uh, you know, so for people to understand basic concepts, I will just kind of touch a few of them so they know exactly what it means. So, you know, body is is kind of, uh, sleep is also, you know, body is complex, but sleep is also very complex um, in that sense that, you know, there are, body, remember, your our human body is functioning fully while we sleep. So if somebody calls our name, we will get up and uh, walk, right? And at the same time, then uh, the body has to finish the repair work. So it's like, you know, where if the road work is being done and it's under construction, the traffic is still flowing. And, uh, you know, so take that example. So same thing happens to our body when we sleep. Body has to repair all the neurons, I mean, wear and tear, a lot of emotional stress. Everything has to be. And so very important things are happening and so the body cannot shut down, you know? It's not like when we go to bed, body just stops everything. Uh, no, no, 
it kind of slows down in stages. So we call the sleep stages. So those are uh, your um, uh, basic uh, REM with a rapid eye movement where there are, you know, it's like a wake state, but you can move. Um, and the second is non-rapid eye movement where there are uh, not many eye movements, but, um, you know, the body is slowing down, slowing down. The brain is slowing down. So the rest uh, for, uh, for the brain is where it is not firing. Uh, the neurons are not firing fast enough. Um, so they slow down, but they don't quit. Okay, so those are very important concepts. So those uh, they are going to gradually, gradually slow down, and then the the heart rate, our heart beats slower, um, because that is for heart. The rest would be that it's beating less uh, slower. Not uh, you know the rate goes down. Same stand for blood pressure. So blood pressure tends to fall too. So, so these good things and uh, body is kind of going through changes. So, so this is a good quality of sleep. Anything that disturbs so the body should get good amount of oxygen, should get good amount of rest. Blood pressure should come down, as well as your. Um, so, though if these things don't happen. And why they won't happen, let's say if somebody has oxygen problem with the flow, um, their airway in your nasal passages or the upper airway is smaller or they gain weight and then the airway collapse instead of right now you and me, we are talking and breathing. And that that process is is faulty or is not working well, then guess what will happen? Your body will get less oxygen, right? And also your blood pressure, because the body worries a lot whether this person is going to make it or not. So it's going, what it's going to do? It's going to go in panic mode and it's going to raise the blood pressure. It's going to raise your heart rate and it, the brain starts firing a lot of, and because it doesn't know what to do. So then either people will wake up or they will not go in deep sleep, you know. Um, so both. So there could be snoring where the airway, you know, is kind of making that noise or they stop breathing, uh, which, uh, you know, is called apnea or there could be a partial flow, but the oxygen kind of keeps changing. So those things uh, are very important concepts. So, you know, so a lot of people come and they ask me, uh, you know, why is that? Uh, basically, so that's the reason Sleep can affect your heart, it can affect your blood pressure, it can affect uh, metabolically, it can really affect a lot of our pathways and and our immune system, not to mention. Wow. So it sounds like we really need to monitor our health, our body, our sleep. If sounds like if there's any symptoms like that, sleep apnea yeah. related, should go to find a sleep doctor like you to really... Mm. Uh, get an evaluation and figure out whether they need a treatment. So what happens if we get less sleep, we crave for carbs, okay? So I'm sure everybody, including me, everybody has seen that when we don't sleep well, we are very moody and uh, we tend to actually uh, seek the comfort food. So one, those foods, unfortunately, tend to be carbs and so forth because that kind of... Quick 
um, relief here. People are sleepy, they are dragging their feet, but then they, they, uh, so the carb tends to be a little bit stimulating as well as rewarding. So they eat a lot of junk food and then they, they feel better, but then the problem we run into is they gain weight. And the weight gain makes sleep apnea again worse. Okay, so this cycle, we have to break that. Uh, and the only way to break is to make sure pay attention to your sleep habits, make sure um, you get plenty of sleep. Now, a lot of things, uh, also very important concept about sleep is insomnia, okay, which is inability to fall asleep or remain asleep. Both are very important. A lot of people don't know, but body actually, uh, you know, uh, reads your environment very well. So which means, let's say we, you and me, we are in studio, we are talking, we, our body already knows that, uh, that this is camera and light and all that, it already kind of figures out that. So the same thing happens if you enter your room, bedroom, your body thinks and expects us to actually not do things in, in that room which are against our sleep. So which would be watching TV, be on computer, answering emails and all that in the bed, that's not a good sleep hike. Okay. So we really need to focus on that because that is what is going to give wrong message to the brain. So brain will think this is not bedroom, this is office. Okay. And that's where, where it gets confusing for the brain. Okay. So if people keep doing that, then you develop what we call bad habit. So people, instead of resting in that bedroom, will tend to make it um, office. And that's then uh, the on, not to mention your brain won't slow down. So those are important, uh, you know, in the evening, night, you need to, light is appropriate only when it's given at appropriate time, which is the morning, and, uh, you know, go outside, enjoy, wake up on time, have your schedule. Uh, you need to do that because, um, you know, even we are, let's say you, somebody is not organized, but remember there is a clock in the brain. Your body rhythms are there already a clock there, um, you know, and it uh, secretes all those good hormones at a particular time. And because the body, that's how body is very well organized. Okay, So there's a clock in our brain that regulates um, whether we are in a spaceship or, or in a room or, or outside. It knows 24 hours plus minus, but it needs to be fixed or synchronized every day. So it, it needs to be synchronized to external world. So it should know this is day, this is night. But the problem happens people mix those uh, boundaries, they uh, get rid of those because they are exposed to light or doing things which they shouldn't be doing or they are indoors too much, body doesn't know it's uh, outside or is it day or night. As a result, the, your internal circadian rhythm, your rhythms go out of whack. So your body does not know which is day and night. It still will keep functioning, but it keeps drifting. Uh, like I said, 15, 20 minutes every day. If you don't correct it, then it keeps going forward like a clock and it keeps moving forward. So we have to, so which means that people who are, it's easy to 
be up uh, you know all night or sleep late but it's very difficult if i tell you to sleep early right so so this is this portion we have to understand and we have to help our body um so if people know that uh, then they, they so don't be partying all night uh, you know weekend which we call social jet lagging people party over weekend and then they expect monday to be perfect that's not going to happen okay so there, we have to help our body right and if we don't do that uh, then we make it very difficult for uh, for our hormones good hormones and body to rest definitely sounds like we we need to train our body and our brain to really associate yeah. nighttime bedtime with the signals of sleep sleep related thing yeah. and during the time we need to associate our brain every signal with a weak uh signals and uh, really can't understand our own circadian rhythm and how to really live accordingly sounds like that's the most healthy way yeah and that's why you know uh old saying you know early to bed early to rise makes you healthy and wise right and that that's probably true and people they have seen people who live longer are the ones actually they uh, tend to have a rhythm to and maintain that okay and the nature is of course your friend all those so if you go out look at the blue sky what is going to do is going to research your brain and tell your brain so there i tell everybody just look at those birds the beautiful birds and outside uh they wake up on time they eat on time they're perfect you know they're not on medications they don't need medication because why because the blue light sky is helping them you know they are outside okay so take advantage of positive energy outside go out communicate with the nature our human body is not made to live inside all the time and then you know we we are not snakes or we that we have to hibernate you know we have to go out and let, let our body communicate with nature and that is very important because uh, you know all the good things will happen to you your mood will be better you will be sleeping way better and then uh, you would not develop those bad problems with insomnia as well as uh, you know your then with sleep as we talked a little bit you develop carb craving weight gain so that part is kind of messed up then uh, you know and then the third is if you don't have energy you cannot do much exercise either right so so you will be really exhausted and they have seen actually many times and a lot of people not pay attention was not doing before that before sports competition they are paying more attention to sleep okay so they have seen many athletes who don't sleep well they actually lose the competition even they could be physically fit because it has lot to do with uh, ability to make right decisions concentration all will be messed up because you know you will not be in good good maybe physically you could be fit but not brain is so important in making those decisions sleep is the important so they have seen people they lose 
competition if they didn't sleep well that night because uh, the stress or whatever. So they're really paying attention to that. You know, I'm sure with uh, if you follow NFL, uh, when they go to England and they were playing there, they were making these pairs readjust the sleep cycle and training uh, one week prior to travel. So, so when they go there, they are more aligned. Their rim is more aligned because they know that you know they will lose the game. Yeah, I heard there are more and more sleep specialists are coaching those professional athletic teams about how to sleep right, how to help them really boost their performance or maintain a high level of performance. And I also really like what you mentioned about the nature part. And even for myself, this long weekend, I went out to the nature quite a lot and hiking and definitely noticed my sleep has been, wow, just uh, uh, so much better several days after the, the contact the nature much more than possibly the previous weeks when I stay inside most of the time. Yeah, and... Uh... Well, you know, we all get uh, with COVID, unfortunately, it was uh, bad about that because people were indoors. They didn't realize that they have to go out or they were, so that really was kind of dragging. And so I think best is you. Uh, nobody knows how much time to have. I mean, my guess is probably half hour to one hour. But, you know, that you need that kind of exposure or at least interaction uh, with outside to reset your brain. So very important thing is to do every day. It's not that you do one day, two days. You need to have that built into your rhythm or routine because problem is if we are indoors and you do one day and two days or next week you don't go out at all, that does not help much, right? So the consistency is very, yeah. not just trying here and there. Yeah, so it again then comes down to lifestyle. So lifestyle is, uh, you know, not one day thing, not one week. It's, it has to be maintained. So do whatever, but uh, make sure build your rhythm. And you can do gradual changes. That's not a problem. But your directions, anybody's direction should be very clear. Uh, we need to pay attention to sleep. We need to pay attention to eating healthier, eating less carbs, and eating lesser amount. Uh, because, uh, you know, the about diet, I always say that I can summarize for is the basic is problem is not that this diet is bad or that, but it's the amount. So if you are going to consume uh, big protein meal, it, for body is as toxic as a car meal or fat meal or any other meal. If your body does not, cannot handle and doesn't know what to do for it, it's going to actually be toxic, okay? Because your body cannot dump all that. And guess what will happen? It will put it at places where it shouldn't be. I always say the difference between medicine and poison is the amount. So if you do more amount of the medicine, it becomes toxic. So same stands for food. So all we have to do is, yes, there is a difference if eating less carb because a lot of refined carbs have, uh, they are not natural, by the way. 
and the unnatural foods tend to actually put load on us. Uh, yeah, human body is not made for that, you know. We are not made for high fructose and high sugars. And so imagine we eat food which are small amount of food. It has, let's say, 100 calories or 400 calories. You know, our body is not like our body likes gentle. It likes, you know, smooth and it likes those natural. So I'll give example of apple. Now, unfortunately, a lot of newer generation, when I tell them eat apple or eat fruit, they show me this small thing and they say, oh, this is apple. I said, no, this is not apple. Who told you that's apple? You know, they have this processed food, you know. I said, no, that is not apple. Apple is the natural one. You need to eat the whole thing. The whole thing means that skin, the the white part and everything. So that is real fruit. Anything you squeeze out of it, you throw the good part out and you just concentrate the sugar and then you eat and think that you're eating apple. That's not apple. Okay. That is something else, (laughs) not apple. So, so it's very important. We go to basics. We go to the originality. We go to uh, less processed food. We need to stay away from gluten uh, as much as you can. Processed food, refined sugars. Um, so keep natural uh, more of that. Uh, you know. So then your body will be very happy. You know, you're going to eat uh, and enjoy too. Take your time to eat, enjoy your food no need to hurry and that is very big problem with fast food because a lot of people try to you know the pro- there are multiple problems with fast food and one biggest one i see is the time so people will go to fast food chains and they want they have 5 minute 10 minute they get this big uh, 1000 calorie or whatever calorie they get this burger or whatever, and they want to eat that in three minutes or two minutes, and and they expect to go back to work or whatever they were doing. Imagine body doesn't know what to do with that, you know. So you dump two, three thousand calories, and you want your body to take care of that. Well, then no end of the feel sleepy and tired, and you know because you know it's too much work for body. Yeah, so sounds like it's really important for people to eat slow and follow the natural way. Eat food the yeah. natural way it is. Yeah, yeah. Eat less. You can always eat more later. I mean, what I mean is eat again, but eat lesser amount and drink plenty of water always. Uh, drink plenty of water, eat less, and also keep yourself a little bit hungry uh, because you don't need to be really full up to here to start throwing up or something that you feel that's enough. No, you should stop. And uh, that's where the problem starts. And then enjoy your food. You know, many people, we ask them, what did you eat and how did you eat? They don't know, um, uh, you know, what they ate. You know, uh, so th- then that is where I think a lot of people uh, y- y kind of go wrong. You know, they they basically don't realize that it could be a problem, right? Great. 
So eat less, eat slow, enjoy the food, and watch out what you put into your body. Yeah, yeah. And that's a basically very simple message. If somebody does that, whatever you are, just be consistent with that, you will be healthier, okay? And so you will, and of course, get plenty of green vegetables, so. Yeah, that's wonderful. So Dr. Nobi, summer is coming, right? So when people talk about losing weight, since summer is coming, people want to dress nicely. A lot of people will think about, oh, I need to exercise more and eat healthy, like what you just mentioned. Then what kind of role sleep is playing in this? And when summer is coming, any suggestions for people who want to lose weight, uh, mm -hmm. like what they should consider regarding their sleep habits? That is so true, uh, you know, with uh, summer is coming and uh, so take advantage of going outdoors to make a point that you go outdoor and you enjoy that. Okay. Uh, that is, you don't, uh, a lot of people, I think uh, they go wrong also is, uh, you know, if you love gym, that's great. But, you know, I personally like outdoors. So, so you know, go outdoors, walk. You don't need to even run, but just walk. That's fine. Um, so spend time looking, enjoying the skies and, uh, you know, water and just kind of greens. Just go out with, with yourself, with family. That's very important. Second thing is, uh, you know, you want to drink water before you eat and then also eat and then give a little time to, uh, you know, a little bit uh, less on those amount of we talk about. Then you want to, um, and you can eat multiple times. Try not to eat too many calories at one. Like I said, if you eat very heavy fatty food and so forth, especially with summers. And so, so remember the most important lesson is do not feed your body more than your body can handle. And if you do, make sure you exercise appropriately. For body, it follows usually the averages and the rhythm. So which means that if you do exercise or something for one day, two days, but next five days you don't do that, that drops the average. Same stands for calories. And so even if you overeat one or two days, it doesn't make a big difference. But if you keep doing it, anything over weeks and days, that's where body uh, kind of gets in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. So I know people with sleep apnea experience some weight gain. I'm wondering for people who don't care about their sleep quality or quantity, will they also experience change in their weight? Yeah. Yeah. And then there is, uh, you know, I always share this. Uh, we did a program with uh, a Biggest Loser contestant, you know. So they came to our, uh, you know, sleep program and they, they said, uh, they shared that with us too, that I, they put everybody on CPAP and try to first diagnose if they have sleep apnea, they fix that. And that really gets them losing uh, weight. And they, have, you know, because you are more energetic. Remember, if we are tired um, and we, we are dragging our feet throughout day, and not able to finish work or do anything, then it's not going to help to put any time you know, anything else, you know? We are hardly finished the office, we are hardly finished things, then brain is not processing fast and all that. So, so that's why sleep is very important. 
once fix that, if you have sleep apnea, then get treated, you know, you will see that your energy levels are way much. You're processing so fast. You're just, just boom, boom, because we cannot increase the hours. We can increase your performance. We can increase your efficiency. And that's where weight element comes big time, big time. Right. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Moby. So near the end of the show, if our listeners want to find out more about your practice, your book, or what you do, how they can find you? I do a lot of uh, TV work too. So my book is called Keep It Simple, Diet, Sleep, and Exercise. It's on Amazon, as well as uh, Kindle is in three languages. Also, my uh, channel is lifestyletvchannel.com. And you can see a lot of TV shows over there, 500 of them on lifestyle, sleep, and diet, and exercise. Then uh, we have, I have also a website dedicated to that, dietsleepexercise.org. Uh, so a lot of avenues for anybody to track. I'm also on Facebook, Insta, uh, Twitter, so Lifestyle TV channel, uh, or you can put uh, Dr. Mobile come to. Great. I will put all this information on the show notes. Uh, as well. So when people listen to the episode, they can also directly click through and find your other information. And uh, I'm very happy you are practicing in Northern Virginia because I'm graduated from um, University of Virginia. So really like... Oh, very nice. Many years ago. Very nice. Very nice. And now Virginia is very nice. So yes, uh, well, I'm glad I met uh, people from uh, Virginia. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you again. Thank you for coming to the show. Thank you for having me. Hope you enjoyed my conversation with Dr. Moby. If you want to find out more of his work, please go to our show notes website, deepintosleep.co. At the end of the episode, I just want to announce that my new CBTI treatment course for insomnia will be launched in January, and it will be in English. If you subscribe our Deep Into Sleep newsletter, I will draw two lucky subscribers to receive the course for free. I have launched several sleep courses so far in both Chinese and English. You can find them on our website at deepintosleep.co slash course. So this is our last episode within this year. I want to wish you a great holiday season, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. I'm your host, Dr. Yishan. I will see you next year. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently, and there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk. And our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. Please seek professional health services as needed. Are you suffering from insomnia? I promise you, the CBTI method in my course will definitely help you. Even if several nights of better sleep, that would be a world-changing experience for you. I have had so many success from my insomnia patients who have taken this course over the years. 
If you know someone who are struggling with sleep, go to my website and check out my course at deepintosleep.co forward slash insomnia.